Welcome back to Pod Save Africa. It is I, your host, Akandi Adirale. One of your hosts, Akandi Adirale. Um, today, um, one, we took a bye week last week. Uh, had a lot of exciting personal things going on. Uh, for me and my family, um, we'll be excited to share in the near future. Um, me and my friend, uh, probably about, what was it now, a few months ago, sat down and we're just kicking it as, you know, we young folk like to do. And we stumbled upon this conversation about African sports on the bigger scale, um, some of the themes around the sports we have on the continent, um, some of the history of the sports and, and what the future looks like, what needs to happen um, to enable uh, a, a better sports environment for folks. Um, sports is definitely heavily tied to African culture, competition of some sort or another. Uh, soccer, football, football is actually the, ma- the major sports on the continent right now. Um, amongst many other incredible sports that's, that we do, both native and non-native to the continent. Um, but it's, it's, it's a very important part of life. And I'm, I end up talking about it in one way or another. Um, when we have, you know, continental competitions in soccer, it's, it's a, in football, it's a huge deal. It's a big deal. Um, but we stumbled upon this really interesting conversation. I whipped out the laptop as I tried to do and captured a lot of it. And I thoroughly enjoyed having the conversation with my friends. So um, I thought I'd share with the rest of the Pod Save Africa family. We truly appreciate you guys listening in. Um, we actually just recently had our, our strategy meeting for the year and have a lot of really exciting things we're working on bringing to you guys. Also, as we're looking at it, we need a, we want and need a bigger team at Portsmouth Africa. So if you're interested in volunteering your time to this phenomenal mission, whatever amount of hours you can commit to it a week, we thoroughly appreciate you reaching out to us. Our email is portsaveafrica at gmail.com. Also, please follow us on Instagram. We're definitely going to be working harder on our social media push um, in the next couple of months and engaging more with folks on there. Um, support us on Patreon at <clears throat> at Pod Save Africa on Patreon. We've actually um, started to begin to get our first few patrons. We'll be sending out thank you notes and also starting to give you guys personal shout outs on the podcast as well. Um, thank you so much for believing in our mission. It, it, it means the world, really. It means the world. It's not something I can, I, I can understate. But to both our listeners, all the patrons supporting us, and all the people who've just given us a helping hand through interviews and things of that nature over the past couple of years. We truly appreciate you, and we look forward to growing and building with you. Cheerios, and enjoy the Pod concert. Save Africa. Welcome to Pod, Pod Save Africa. Welcome, Welcome to Pod Save Africa. 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 Welcome. I think I think a lot of folks don't understand how big football is. Like, I don't buy football, I mean soccer. But I really mean football. But mm-hmm. um, how big football is outside of... In, in Africa, like, that's literally... Up until very recently, it's pretty much like the only sports most people play. Yeah. I think right. some folks play basketball now, right? 
Yeah, but there's no basketball league and the, bas- the national teams haven't really done shit in yeah. forever. So. Now, Justin is fire, though. Mm, no, <laughs> no. There's only one place <laughs> on the Nigerian team that anybody knows, and that's Alpha Rook Aminu. And, mm. I mean, the dude is, you know, props to the dude. Has, the dude has been a starter in the, in the NBA since for a while now. Yeah. Who does he play for? Right now, is he with the Hawks? Right now, he's, oh, is he with Orlando? Okay. I think he's with and Orlando. he's still in the league? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Let's, let's switch to soccer. But, so, uh, mm-hmm. the Europeans have uh, Ballon d'Or. Actually, Ballon d'Or is okay for... So Ballon d'Or is okay for everybody. And... Um, actually, has an African player ever won Ballon d'Or? Oh, okay. Um, no. Ah, no. uh, George Ware didn't win it. I mean, did George, George it Ware. wasn't Ballon d'Or, though. It was a different award. I mean, but it was called Ballon d'Or. It time. wasn't called, did, no. George Ware, it was a different award. Ballon d'Or didn't start till. Is it FIFA? I think it's FIFA best player. Yeah, I think time. it was best player. The Ballon d'Or, I don't know, as much as I want to give him that for being the best player, uh, it's not Ballon d'Or. FIFA World it, Player of the Year. FIFA World Oh, Ballon d'Or in 1995. Yeah, dog. I take that back. See, take it back. I'm trying, let me find But you know, this thing, like, I didn't really watch this man play, bro. George Ware. I mean, I'll see you. Touchdown. Yeah, George Ware, the only African recipient. Yeah. yeah so, I listeners, mean, I'm, I'm here with my boy, Wisdom, where we're sitting watching. I don't know this. Yeah, that's why shut, shut your ass up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I watched American football. I decided to record an impromptu episode on um, African sports, specifically football. The, the football. If you did football, <laughs> it sounds, but specifically African players um, that have had success, so African players um, and the history of soccer really in, on the African continent. The main competition in, in, for like African countries to compete is the African Cup of Nations. And I think AFCON is, true, 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 true. AFCON is 1957. That's the oldest one. Yeah, so it's been, it's been there for a minute. I mean, most of us were still colonized back then. Damn. Wow. So how are we playing? <laughs> wow. How are we playing? I've got, I've got a couple of nations, but yeah, come back here. Come back here. Dig your minds. Why you don't score those goals? I know. You have some permission from your master. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have a game. Like, I used to tell your parents that you have to go and yeah, play yeah, football. Yeah, I have to go and play my white my, my colonial master. Like, I just want to go and play with my friends in Ethiopia. All right. Cool, but okay. come back at six o'clock. <laughs> well, terrible times. Anyways, um, so I think like so I'm kind of worrying through uh, Wikipedia, but uh, like almost everybody has watched one outcome to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, the first four nations were Egypt, Sudan, Ethiopia, and South Africa. Oh, Ethiopia? Wow. Yep. Interesting. Four, four, four countries that are the founding nations. Um, I mean, oh, oh, yeah. okay. I mean, Ethiopia was never colonized. I thought you Ethiopia meant Ethiopia was never colonized. I thought Ethiopia won. Okay. Yeah, okay. Ethiopia, I believe, has has one. Let's see. And then Ghana from like 1963. Um, they won. They won, I think, like three times or four times in the 1960s. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's see. So Sudan won the first one. Then the United Arab Republic. What the hell is that? What is that? Um, the United Arab Republic is technically the mm, 
It is a union. It was a union between Egypt and what's currently known as Syria. And then in 1958, Syria seceded and Egypt continued to be known as, wow, that is some interesting history. Did not know yeah, that. I didn't know that. I didn't know. So, look, Egypt, so Syria won the next one. Then Ethiopia, Ethiopia has won. Ghana won in 63. Mm -hmm. Tunisia won. Ethiopia won again. Ethiopia has won quite a few times. Though. Then Sudan, then Cameroon, then Egypt, then Ethiopia, then Ghana, then Nigeria. Oh my God, that's cool. <laughs> um, then Libya, then Ivory Coast, then oh, Egypt, wow. then Morocco. They've shared this thing, Sha. <laughs> like, Algeria, Senegal, Tunisia, South Africa. South Africa has one. That's fascinating. Burkina Faso. Oh, oh yeah. And then in the year 2000, it seems like both Ghana and Nigeria shared the award somehow. <laughs> oh, it was. Oh, oh, don't, don't mind me, don't mind. See, I'm stupid. I'm stupid. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. I've been listing. I've been listing the hosts. My bad. My bad. My there bad. we go. Apologies. Oh, hey, relax, relax. So Egypt, just, okay. Egypt won the first one. Then the United Arab Republic, which is Egypt and Syria, won next one. My politics was weird, basically. Egypt won twice. Then Ethiopia won. See, then Ghana. Ghana is have a weird flag, man. Like, like red, white, and green. The black star. Yeah, the gold force flag. Then Ghana, then Congo, Kinshasa, and then Sudan, then Congo, then Zaire, which is currently the DRC. Um, yeah, Morocco, then Ghana, then Nigeria, then Ghana, then Cameroon, then Egypt, then Cameroon. And the West Africans are Not really. I mean, like, I mean, just and Egypt. Yeah. The West Africans uh, and Egypt. And Egypt, but Ethiopia won like two. Yeah. Um, then yeah. Algeria, Ivory Coast, Nigeria, South Africa, Egypt, Cameroon, Cameroon. I think Ethiopia won yeah. only because they didn't have to deal with yeah. They're asking their yeah. slave masters. They could go and practice. They could go in 2004, bro. They could practice. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yo, but Ethiopia was fighting wars, man. Those guys were, I mean, they have a very. I, I'm actually gonna do an episode on the Ethiopian Italian wars because that shit, that stuff is fascinating. Um, then Egypt, then Cameroon, then Cameroon, then Tunisia, Egypt, Egypt again. Egypt, I think, has won the most. Yeah, I mean, they Egypt have won. It did a three peat actually from 2006, 2008, 2010. Yeah, because Egypt had the best like they local did. league. Yeah, they did. They did. So they. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Zambia did win at. Oh, do you remember when Zambia won in 2012? I remember that oh, the yeah. beat Ivory Coast. I remember I was like, yeah, on penalties. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Then Nigeria. The yep. Then Nigeria, then Ivory Coast, then Cameroon, then Algeria. Um, oh, man, Algeria, Algeria, only once? Algeria. Algeria has won. Yeah, actually, only once. Nice. Yeah, that was their first time. Yeah. yeah. Good for them. Good for you, Maris. Yeah. And speaking of Maris, let's talk about African players of the year. Lol. Um, Nigeria has had a sorry, Africa has had a strong history of like phenomenal players all over the world. Um, some of them never even played for like external leagues, like, especially very early on. Um, you remember Roger Miller? Of course, yeah, that was a legendary name. Cameroonian player, Cameroonian guy. Why, first of all, why do you think soccer is like so proliferated? I don't know, like, why is that the sports that we ended up latching onto? I think soccer is the cheapest. I feel like you don't need you don't need a lot of infrastructure to play like equipment and stuff. Right? Right. Like to be a basketball to play basketball, you need to build get have a rim, all of that. Like yeah, yeah. soccer, you can just put stones and start playing. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so let's, for, let's go, buddy. Yeah, for a low, low, you know, income poverty stricken 
for countries like countries, countries is, you know, is our go-to. And yeah. then yet again, we, it's just something that we grew up with because we, we've had a lot of, we've idolized a lot of players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I think, I mean, African teams is, I'm not, maybe not African teams, but I know my dad always talked about hockey, like field hockey, mm-hmm. when he was in, when he was in school, amazing yeah. university. So I think field hockey is also something that's, Used to be pretty big in African countries, but just kind of died out. Ah, I see, I see. Um, so looking at kind of like specific, specific folks, specific individual people. Apparently, the, with the history of the uh, African Cup of Nations, mm-hmm. they used to, they didn't used to be. Sorry, with the history of the CAF um, Award, mm-hmm. um, and that's given to the best African player. Basically, it, previously there used to be something called the France Football Award. France? Yes, it was called the France Football Award, but it was awarded to the best African football for footballer between 1970 and 1994. And it was stopped in 1995 when the Ballon d'Or was open to players of non-European nationality. So, like, up until 1995, non-European. So, Ballon d'Or, pray that, doesn't matter, basically. Mm. Um, And then the award... I believe the first... I think, like, when the, the award was opened up in 1997 to non-European. I think George Ware won it that year. Okay. Um, hmm, interesting. Um, so, let's see now. Let's see. Winners of the France Football Award, which is the first one, Salif Keita. He was from uh, Mali. Wow. Malian. He was in Malian. Hello. <laughs> okay. Um, Ibrahim <laughs> Sunday. Uh, that was, Sunday. yeah, guy, yep. Ghanaian guy. <laughs> he actually played for a Ghanaian team, too. Interesting. Um, and there is Sheriff Sulegmane, who played for a Guinean team. Um, Wanga Shimen, he played for the DRC. He even played for a team in the DRC. Mm. Paul Mokila, he played for it was Congolese guy played for a Congolese team. Mm. Uh, Ahmed France, he was also he was Moroccan actually. And then Roger Mila. Mm-hmm. Roger Miller played for Cameroon. One, wait, actually, hold on now. I think he played in Europe. Yeah, he played in Europe, but he but he also played in Cameroon as well. Of course, I mean, most um, of these guys. Yeah, he won the award when he was in Cameroon, actually. Oh, he did. Wow. Yep, yep, yep. That's impressive. Um, then Tarak Diab, Tunisia won it in Tunisia. Most of these guys for the French football award back in the day, mm-hmm. most folks just played in their countries. So there's a Ghanaian team called Asante Kotoko. 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 My bad. My Ghanaians. Charlie, I apologize. Um, Karim Abdul Razak Tanko. He played for Asante Kotoko. And then Kotoko. And then uh, Thomas Tomin Kono. Played for Cameroon. Jean Manga Ongune. Played for Cameroon. One is the next year. Lakhtar Balumi. Played for Algeria. Thomas Nkono. One is again. Hmm. Let's see. Let's see if there are any recognizable names on this list. George Ware won it in 1989. He was playing for Monaco at the time. Oh, yeah. Um, then the Roger Miller was then playing for St. Perios. Um, I'm trying to try and think of... Uh, trying to think of another team. And then Abedi Pele. I forgot Abedi Pele, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nah. Abedi, because well, his real name is his real name is Abedi Ayu. They call him Abedi Pele because they're so good they compare him to. Yeah. Yep, yep, um, yep. Ghanaian guys. Yep. Um, 
play for Marcel won it. He won it. He did a three beat actually. Wow. Won it back to back to back from nineteen ninety one to nineteen ninety three. And then George Ware won it with PSG again. Wow. Um and then the first CAF award was won by Abedi Pele in nineteen ninety two. Um, next one, Rashidi Yakini for Nigeria. Oh, forgot yeah. about that guy. Yeah, lots of Nigerians were runners up for this stuff, yeah. Um, Emmanuel Amunike <sighs> won it. George Wait, Ware. that's striker. Yep, won it. Won it in <laughs> 1994. What? George, George Ware won it in 95. Kanu won it in 96. I think that was the year he took us to walk up, right? One World Cup, yep. Play for international, play for Inter at the time. And yeah, Victor Ikeba won it. Wait, World Cup was ninety eight. Oh, World Cup was ninety eight. Okay. So I'm, maybe it was Olympics, Olympics, Olympics. My bad. Mm-hmm. The Olympics that we won, yeah. Mustafa Haji, he was playing for Monte Deportivo. They actually beat out Sunday Lisi and JJ Okocha. Interesting. Yeah, and then Marco Kanu won as well. He was playing for Arsenal in ninety nine. Patrick and Boma won it while he was playing for Parma. Wait, these are the calf winners, right? Yeah, the calf winners. You know what's funny? What? I don't think Okocha ever won a calf. That cannot be. El Hadi Doof. He must have won it in like 2002-ish. El Hadi Doof, I'm going to tell you. El Hadi Doof. Um, Senegalese won twice. Samaleto won. Did a three-peats. Of the calf, Drogba won the year after that. What? Yep, Canute won in 2007. Adebayo won it while he was playing for Arsenal in 2008. Oh, that guy, that yeah. dog. Yeah, dude. Oh. I, yeah. Who knocked him out? So he lost to Eto. And he lost to, no, he lost to Haji as well. Lost to, he was second, third, second or third multiple times. Damn. Yeah, multiple times. Lots of times. He lost to Eto twice. I mean, Eto. Yeah, you can't, you can't, yeah, you can't. <laughs> yeah, that guy's a monster. He won it five times or something like that. You can't, can't get this. Um, yeah, Ture did a three peat as well. Actually, ah! four peats. Oh, one, 2011 through 2014. What is 11, this? 11, 14. Oh, just because he was in Barcelona. Yeah. Oh, no. Aubameyang won in 2015. Wow. Yeah. And then Mares won in 2016 when it was at Leicester when they won the league. Salah won in 2017 and Salah won in 2018 as well. Okay, so Salah winning, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. For one year. For one year. But. Um, freaking Mares winning. Yeah, the top countries with awards are Cameroon has eleven, eleven winners, eight runner-ups, and eleven third places. Uh, Ivory Coast has eight winners, six runners-up, and seven third uh, third places. Ghana has five winners, eight runners-up, and six third places. And then Nigeria has five, six. So and seven. West Africans are Remember. the best in football. Yeah, yeah, apparently. I mean, individual players. So, um, wow, even the teams though. Afghan, Afghan, let's see. Is there a table for this? Apart from Egypt. Ah, yeah. Egypt, Egypt has won the most. Apart so they won Egypt. it seven times. Yeah. Then Cameroon, then Cameroon five, Ghana four, mm-hmm. Nigeria three, mm-hmm. Ivory Coast two. Exactly. Apart from Egypt. But Egypt's time is also over. Yeah, that's true. I'm surprised. Nigeria has been run up a lot of times. And third place the most by like Nigeria has been third place eight times from like the guys. Why? <laughs> Nigeria has been third place a lot, dog. Like from third place of the competition, Nigeria. Will be. 
like they have they've been they've been in Iran game so many times that or first, second, or third, they are first tied with Egypt. I mean, yeah. Nigeria has always been in contention. Yeah, from, contention. There was that little black, dark period where oh, Nigeria <laughs> was <laughs> just useless. Yeah. The years, like the last, the two years before they won, the last one. Right. Nigeria team was just... Nigeria team was The one that we missed qualification to World Cup. To World Cup. Uh, do you remember when uh, Yakubu skied the ball from like two yards? <laughs> I, I wept tears that night. I wept tears that night. That was a difficult thing for me. Come on, man. Come on, man. People dying off. There were young guys yeah. waiting to play. Waiting to play. They played it. They literally told you don't come back to that. They said they come back to the main line. Yeah, it was pretty. Get out of here. But you know you have like a small room. Remember when he was the one who scored the two goals to beat Manu and break the 22 game on Peter's break? Yeah. That's, that's when that type of player will suddenly show face, which is the funniest thing. It's always, it's always those times. But, but yeah, soccer has been like, there's an article I was reading by Stairs Nigeria. Shout out to those guys. They're a phenomenal team. We've interviewed them on this podcast before. Um, but they did an article on basically how uh, sports wins help um, help uh, help uh, politicians. Oh. So, like, they're kind of making the case for how um, different countries, like, when they win, when they win sports things, like, you know, national unity increases, people are happy. Mm-hmm. I think Jonathan even had, yeah, we won it during Jonathan's time. So oh, there's an yeah, because 2013. So there's an argument there that oh, you know, this guy was so, I mean, despite whatever was doing in the country, that that mm-hmm. some of that was you know, he at least had a period of positivity, uplifting mm-hmm. national happiness because of that. But but it's a thing, man. Like I mean, like beer parlors all over the all over everybody's country. Really, everybody sitting down to watch sports. Yeah. Um, the thing goes, I feel like we we patronize or like like. We watch European sports more than we watch African sports. Um, I, th- I mean, I'm thinking. I mean, hmm, because I'm thinking back, I feel like the not so privileged people back at home watch like watch the, the local, local leagues, leagues. Yeah, but they also they watch access. the Arsenal match and all that kind of stuff. If they have access, if they have access to, because it's DSTV. Now. Yeah, that's if you don't have DSTV, you wouldn't be able to watch. Yep, 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 yep. That's the solid point. I think, yeah. It's just kind of like trying to. What do you What do you think it would take to like build a proper like a UEFA Champions League type thing for for African sports? Because each each country has Concacaf. We do, but like build it up, like or build the African ecosystem, scouts, all that stuff. What do you think it would take? Um, less corrupt people in the FIFA Africa Cup. Well, there you have it, guys. Yeah, like every other day, some huge scandal. Which one was the other major like scandal recently? Um, there's always some. There's always something. <laughs> somebody stole money that's supposed yep. to be used to paid players and things like that. And it yep. feels like that happens fairly frequently. Yeah, mostly to Nigeria, to be honest with you. I yep. probably take the cake for that, but um. <clears throat> What do you think? I mean, after corruption, what next? What, what would like be the next like top steps? So I feel like if they, so this is the thing: African players, the African players that blow up is solely on talent, mm. right? But a lot of these European players, 
Like talent only takes you so far. That is true. And then it's reps and practice and and teaching, teaching that yeah. takes you Coaching, the next level. Because a lot of these European players are actually beasts. That we call them beasts. It's just because they had academies. They, had they went to academies since they were like whatever, like yeah. seven five. Yeah. Catalonia was seven or five five three on their play that under five under three under eight. Wow. Under three. No, not under three. No, under three. But like you know, they start yeah, very start early. early yeah. So. If it's only people that have exceptional talents that are able to make it out of Africa, that really, really reduces the chances of, you know, us being on the same level as you. Yeah, so so if these people are not as corrupt right. and they're able to build these facilities so that these people can thrive, not you can take the average players and average players can thrive and the talented players, not everybody just running out of the country to whatever league and line right. that they're five years younger than they are. Uh, then... Yeah. Then maybe, maybe you can build a league where you have all this talent that's kept within the, the you know the continent. Yeah. It will be couldn't something like that be part like if for example you you know you know a lot about sports and FIFA and uh, football. Um, would it would it be an absurd idea for somebody to like set up a private academy where they take in the very best, train them, give them the coaching and tutelage they need, okay. give them exposure in games, and then like. Let's say when they get transferred to big teams abroad, what would then happen is that you would like, you would essentially have a cut of because that's how like the Brazilian clubs do it too. Mm-hmm. Like those guys have a cut of people's salaries like for their for their entire lives, and it's not a huge cut necessarily, yeah. but enough for those those places to you know sustain yeah. themselves, and it's also an incentive for the academy itself to do a good job because if your guy isn't good enough to command a huge salary, you know, your cuts are going to be nothing or if it doesn't yeah. get the job. It's, it's yeah, of course. I mean, it's possible, but of course, yeah. It takes the initial investment, number one. And then number two, you're going up against a Burmese, um organization like FIFA. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, I don't know that you would be going up against them necessarily. I mean, you'd be trying to key into it. And if any, if there are any place for it to be more likely to happen because of how many ways they've struggled in the uh, kind of in the African sphere, I mean, they would mm-hmm. probably be incentivized towards it. However, I mean, you, the, your highest competition feels like it would be against like the local NFF or things like that. I see what you're saying. I mean, it makes sense. It's just the initial investment. And then what would it be in the form of like you have to pretty much build a, a team? Yeah, you build a team. And then um, put the team in the league. Put the, Not necessarily. I mean, you could have them be a traveling team that goes on like because if they get the exposure by basically like playing some version of like if they so let's say a season is for them like twenty games and they basically go across the continents playing against different teams. But and, these teams that they're playing are under FIFA, right? No, yeah, so yeah. you have so to you'd be have to ask a part FIFA of FIFA to be, to, able to, to be able to play with these teams. To yeah, join the league I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I'm thinking about this shot, and maybe it's not something that like runs all the way to like. From like eleven to to you know they're old or anything like that, but like maybe it's like a under fourteen, under fifteen. Yes. Age. So in that case, you can form a team and yeah. then you can travel and play against schools. Schools exactly. I use that, that too. Yeah. Yes. That, but then once they get over, set when they get over, over that age, yeah. then what? I mean, then, yeah, I mean, then they go, they go and they get they get signed by some. Like if you're really putting a high you know quality what? talent, you are you're, you're right because I mean, there's a guy that I play with, I used to play with last summer. He he trains kids, oh, yeah. and okay. he was saying that they're actually a feeder for Barcelona. Really? Yeah. That's fascinating. Dude is actually really good. Too. That's fascinating. So yeah, yeah, you can. I see what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. So something like that. If you're a feeder for a big European team like that, they'll probably help you like 
invest in your invest, facilities oh yeah, absolutely. so that they can keep tapping into it. Yeah. Because they want to last forever. And it makes they don't sense. Last forever, yeah. so. I mean, so the idea is there, but then look, to <laughs> the soccer like to be, <laughs> can you teach? Can football? I teach football? Ah, of course not. I mean, Wrong I don't know. So, the yeah. technicalities of yeah. the I mean, you'd have to hire talents to teach the talents. But I think there's a lot of talents that is just like, like the folks in Nigeria that are currently informally coaching that could probably do it very well. I see what you're saying. I see what you're so saying. So the talent, I feel like, is there for sure. Um, so it's certainly some. So for our listeners out there, any of you that have some money and you want to start a football academy, you know, <laughs> one, reach out to us so we can invest. <laughs> Two, so it's a great, I think it's a great idea. I mean, because then you're also like, Especially if you have a lot of local players in whatever country you are, you're yeah. creating a really nice, talented pool base. Yeah. And then, like, and then, like, soccer doesn't stop being this thing where, like, you spend all of your life, your friends being disappointed in you until you blow yeah. magically. Like, it's it, there's a structure to it. Mm-hmm. And then, if you have an academy that has a lot of success, like, okay, we know that if he gets into this academy, like, he will do well. The only things yeah. that you have to now factor for, like, okay, all the parents that will have kids that are just don't have the talents and will be trying to bribe you to get there. That type yeah, of yeah. that type of stuff. Like it has to be done so that like the talents can't the, the academy can survive without any payments. In yeah. fact it should almost be payment blind as much as possible yep. because um yeah but it's 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 hard to Yeah I mean you can have scouts. <laughs> oh you'd have to you'd go have go, to. go scout kids in yeah. secondary schools so, and then you bring them in for free. Yep. It's merit based completely. Exactly. And then the only the only way you're making your money is through, you know, your feeder through clubs. Your clubs yeah. And then whatever transfers going forward. That'd be because if you have kids paying Pay tuition, so tuition speak, yeah, rich yeah. kids would essentially just get exactly. out of it, which is not what you want. So it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. It's just a yeah. really, really long return on investment. It, it is. It is. <laughs> it's it's a long game. I feel like it'd be something like look like if I you know I guess it's at some point I start a company in Nigeria and build it to some level. It'll be a great other thing to have mm-hmm. that like I do over a 10, 20 year period horizon mm-hmm. and then like that starts to pay off. Because yeah. that's like a thing I said though that just permanently changes the way you look at sports. Oh yeah. Sports in the sports in the um oh, yeah. in the nation in the country. All right. That's actually a great idea. Yeah, yeah. So hey guys, we've we've, we've broken the code. Um, <laughs> uh, now moving moving on anything else you want to discuss on that soccer African soccer yeah yeah I feel like African soccer is like nobody really watches I mean, maybe it's because we're here but oh, yeah, the African Cup of Nations is just I feel like it's lost it's, it's lost like, Are you, you really think so I mean I, I thought I think the last few ones have been incredible like I mean yeah the last one especially I think I had the record highest number of goals, but also had the record highest number. So of why matches. do they play so well in the African Cup of Nations? Yeah, and then they come to the World Cup and then they're and then play, boom, boom, kicking from defender kicking to from defender to striker. I think there's some. I think there's some like intimidation factor. Where like, cause cause think about it too. Even with like, have you ever watched um the what's the name of the South American Cup? Gold Cup? It's not Gold Cup. Uh, What's the name of the one they play in, like, Brazil? Oh, it's, uh, um, con, 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 something like that. Uh, uh, con, South America. I know it does. Uh, it is, it is called Copa America. Jeez, oh, that's that so one. Hard? No, that's countries. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, we're talking yeah, about we're country. I thought we were talking about the club. No, 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 countries, countries, yeah, countries. Yeah, so, yeah. so, so, Copa America, for example, when countries play in Copa America, they play very like it's a very different type of game. They're definitely far more confident. Like slide tackles flying out the wazao. It's a much more fun. Like like the Brazilian teams you are going, they're not as hesitant as they would be in a World Cup when they play the European teams. Mm-hmm. I think part of that too is that you come knowing that, oh, you know, all these guys in the European teams have come with all these years of, like, expertise and discipline. Most of them have come out of the same exact academy, so they know how to play together. So you're worried that if you're too brave in the game, they will exploit mm. you. And I think, that, I think that's part of it. But I think that's slowly and slowly going away. I think African teams perform more bravely. Not necessarily better, but more bravely in the last World Cup. How did we do I in the think, last mm. What was the last World Cup? 2016? No, 2012. No, 14. Last World Cup. Yeah. What year? It's every four years. Oh, it's every four years. It's World 18. Cup this year. 18. I think it was 18 now. 2018. France won. 18, you're right. So, so, okay. I don't. Uh, like South America, I think the fear factor is only maybe Asian teams. There's a fear factor, but South American teams, no. There's no fear factor. Oh, yeah. South American teams perform. At the same, I wouldn't say level. So, you gotta. The, so the the difference between Copa and World Cup is, it's just like South American teams are very feisty. Like, yeah, they're very, more feisty in Copa. They're more America. feisty, but like the quality of play that they bring to the World Cup is not as like drastically different. Uh, I don't as, think it's like, as African. good as Copa America because they're not they're not as brave. Like this guy, Copa America, bro, slide tackles are like everybody's sliding. So. I feel like that one is because there's like a higher sense of pride for South American teams right. the Copa against America each other, yeah, as, yeah. as opposed to like the World Cup. Like it's, it's a rivalry. But I think that's yeah. the same thing for African competition. Not not to a huge rivalry level necessarily, but like there's a like pride, like oh, this is our cup, we have to win it, like that type mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, so like I, I, those are the two I compare. Last word, man. Did any African country make it out of group stages? Ooh. Oh, yeah, Ghana always makes it out. <laughs> Ghana, that didn't go to the World Cup. <laughs> made it out of where? <laughs> made it out of their bedrooms? <laughs> Buddy, you better stop. <laughs> you better stop lying on these people. Yeah, no, yeah, no African country made it out of... Man, that is sad. Actually, only, only two African teams were... What? Salah, 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 where? Uh-huh. And then Myers, the, the, the God Myers, zero, zero. Salah, Myers wasn't even in the World Cup. Oh, yeah. yeah, Morocco went, so they had one point. Egypt went, zero points, minus four court defense. <laughs> Morocco <laughs> played well, yeah. though. I kind of remember them. They Mar- played, played, well, played well. They actually like showed spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Spirits. Who's very dark? Avegi. Um, Nigeria was third in their group, three points. Oh, yeah, three points minus one goal difference. I almost made it too because yeah. if, if they beat Argentina in that second game, yo, that was, it, yeah. that was a good game. That was a good game. We fought that game. Yeah. That was a good game. And then, uh, who else was there? Senegal had four points. Senegal, Senegal actually went out just because of like, I think, head to head because they had the exact same points, goals for goals against record as Japan. But that I think they just good. lost to Japan. That was a weird group. Though. That was a weird group. It was a weird group. Like, Colombia only came over six months and then I think they lost in that count. But regardless, like... So what's the best African team right now? 
the best at and then Croatia that that beat us made it to the finals. Oh yeah, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. we were in the group of death. Oh, the group so of death. Yeah, well, exactly. our death. And we almost took Argentina. Almost happened. The Croatia game was also not exactly a walk away. Like we played everybody pretty well. Like, yeah, we played everybody. No, yeah, we played I mean, everybody. Nigeria, I, 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 take I take it back. I take it back. Yeah, take it back. Don't you? <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I mean, like on the national stage, I think it's getting better and better. And I think the Afcon is getting more and more competitive. There are more teams now, if I remember correctly. I mean, um, there, so, and, and there's way more African players that are playing in, in Europe. Properties. Yeah. But I mean, that's why I still, still think there's importance for an academy because, like, these European players, more so than anybody, a lot of them have played together at some point in their careers before a lot. So, like, there's some system around the idea for the national team. Yeah. I think that's the issue that's affecting uh, England, too, that there's so many massive, like, the good players come from so many different massive mm-hmm. academies and teams that, like, they're just not used to. Yeah. Playing together like that's You're right. You're oh, right. they just have some curse. I don't know what's wrong with England because they should have won like five World Cups by now. I mean, they had the golden. They never won. They won one. Yeah. 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 Has there been in sixty-five or sixty-eight? Has there ever been a golden generation that won the World Cup? I mean, what do you mean, golden? So you know how like, England had the golden generation. When it was Gerard, Lampard, all those people, that was their golden generation. Right. But they didn't win. Belgium, they didn't win. Yeah. Belgium have had their golden they, they generation. Did. I mean, France is currently having the second or third golden oh. generation, really. Is that? Yes, yeah, the easy that the, the one that won with Henry, the one that lost with Henry was also the gen, golden generation and design, and then now the actual golden generation okay. with Mbappe that won. Okay. And they're probably about to have another one again. So, because all those guys are like. Average age of 12 <laughs> when they won that walk up. They're so young. <laughs> like everybody in that team was young and they already have ballers to replace everybody. So, I mean, Brazil in 2008 is still the best. Really? I don't know, I mean, man. Spain's dominance. Uh, like, when the Spain was dominant, uh, it was stupid. Please, no. It was stupid. No. I mean, they were winning, but it wasn't. 2002 Brazil. 2002 Brazil. Ah, in Korea, Japan, bro. Bro, that was a team that made football nice yeah. to watch. They won, they won, they were, yeah, they were, they were. Those, they were all fresh and yeah. young, man. Yeah. That's when Ronaldinho came, came to life. I think, didn't they, didn't they win every game? They won every game, yeah? Um, they did not lose a single game that World Cup. They won the 2006 World Cup. They they won every single game, and the funny thing is that most of the players were homegrown in that in that thing. That's the thing people don't know. Yeah. Like they had uh, Rivaldo, Ronaldinho, Ronaldo that played for other teams. Like most of their starters, given they play for. Um, but like, do you remember Dida? Of course, they keep Dida was he was playing for Corinthians. No, it wasn't it That year. That year. Uh-huh. No. Yep. 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 Really. Yep. Interesting. Then Nielsen. Right. Yeah, man, that's, they had a team. That's going was. <laughs> and Kaka, remember Kaka was still in Brazil back then. I don't know. Man. He had to have been in this event. Kaka. Yeah. Kaka was there. Kaka was twenty. He was in Sao Paulo. Dude, are you serious? Yeah. So it was after that World Cup that they. It was after that they all blew that like start. I mean, some of them were. Look, man, Dida was in Milan from two thousand to two thousand ten. Dida was from 2000 to 2010. Yeah. And then, Kaka must have been in this. 
A lot of them were already in Europe. Yeah. I think so. I think so. Aka was. What did you say? I'm looking for. Let me see now, sir. Remember what he did to my. Yeah. He was in Milan. Oh, he was in Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo. Yeah. 2001 to 2003. 2001 to 2003. So a lot of, like, at least half that team was homegrown, like, by playing in Brazil. Wow. So it's just, it's very impressive. Yeah, um, I mean, Brazil, the Brazilian clubs have pretty much become feeder to feeder to major Spanish. Major Spanish yeah. Real Madrid is just here picking up. Picking players up. And anyways, moving back to African soccer. Yes, sorry. African sports, basically. Yes. What are the African, like, if you had to make a prediction, 20, 20 and beyond, um, which sports do you think are going to, like, take foothold in? in yeah. And this is, like, everything. Olympic sports, et cetera, et cetera. So we, we have the African NBA. Yeah, yeah, that's starting this year. That's starting twenty twenty. Yep, yeah. yeah, absolutely right. All right. So I think basketball is gonna grow like crazy. And yeah. considering how the NBA knows how to, so, yeah, they know how to market it. Really. Yeah, but I think it's heavily dependent on Africa and itself. African countries gaining a lot of success too. Like, like the middle class has to expand greatly as well over these next ten years. You think so? Which I think will happen. It'll be hard. It'll be tough. But I think things are moving in the right direction. Okay. Yeah. Because that's what happened in China, too. Like, it coincided with, uh, like, a lot of Chinese people being lifted. I mean, it, China lifted, like, almost a billion people out of poverty. 850 no, million. Yep. In that's the past impressive. 10, 15 years. Yep. That is crazy. Yeah. They, they won the last decade, for sure. Like, without a doubt. Um, so, so, yeah. Um, what other sports? Um, Badminton. Nah, man. That's for no. the Asians. Listen, hey, first of all, badminton is mad fun, man. It's dope as hell. It is bro. a fun sport. It really <laughs> well, is. Yeah. It really is. Those guys are... Yeah. Oh, table tennis has been... I mean, it won't grow yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. it's also because it's an individual sport, too. So, like, yeah. literally one person gets to be good at it. See, like, that track and field, they need to do something. They about. really need to. And I think just because uh, this guy, we have talent, fam. My talent. Plenty. My this guy. And I hate to say this, like, cliche thing that, oh, the people, the gala sellers running after my car fast and I was saying, <laughs> Like, I'm not gonna say that, but I love you just said it. It's oh, God. Like, it's, 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 I mean, those guys you got 40 meter dash in 0.3 seconds. Come on, dog. Like, 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 man, somebody run back and forth, and my car is moving at 60 miles per hour. Like, come on. I need an explanation for how fast some of these cheese move for ever since. So, um, so, I mean, I think there's certainly talent. It's just we don't have a structure around. Recruiting, developing talent, training folks, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it's just like you know, the more advanced the society is, the more likely those things will be there. So mm-hmm. as we progress, that will happen more. And more. Yeah, hopefully. Um, yeah, I'm, people make the argument that maybe sports is not the thing to focus on, but too, there's revenue to be made, there's income, yeah, there's jobs to be provided yeah. through sports leagues. I mean, what is it? The, I think the NBA. Let's see how many jobs the NBA, NBA and NFL. How many jobs? Sports teams. Uh, how many sport? How many? Uh, sports industry. I mean, I bet you it's at least you know a couple. Impact of sports on the U.S. economy. Um, but see, there you go. Hmm. The economy contributes four hundred fifty-six thousand jobs. 
Wow. To the economy. I mean, that's wow. that's pretty. That's substantial. I mean, that's substantial, man. That's half a million. I mean, if half a million jobs enters the Nigerian economy today, man, that's pretty, that's a serious impact. Yeah. So, I mean, I, and then just talking about other sports, it would be nice if, like, man, there's mad money to be made in cricket and rugby. Yeah, that's it'll be nice that's if true. the West African things can happen. I think it's, yeah, it's I mean, too, South yeah. Africa, South Africa has tapped into a big time. Zimbabwe, South Africa, yeah, Zimbabwe, yeah, Zimbabwe Kenya, yeah. oh, yeah, they're so, not playing, they take I, it very seriously. I don't see why not. Yeah, it's a uh, Expand the playing, start you know making it you know have elementary schools playing cricket and things like that. Like rugby is a pretty safe spot. Not yeah, that people want to make it much. Like yeah, much safer. Yeah. It. I mean, you can hurt yourself. Not gonna lie. Like, but but it's safer than American football by quite a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, India is making stupid money out of oh, out cricket. of cricket. Oh, without it, I mean, ridiculous, yeah. man. I mean, if you create something entertaining that people want to watch, and like. Economies get better by you creating jobs and unlocking, you know, cash flow across the economy, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. So yeah. thinking about ways you can do that, I think it's important. I think sports sports definitely play a big part of that. I think arts, like, you know, mm-hmm. movies, things like that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like, what was it? I've seen some number, like, like the average, like, movie will create or, like, 10,000 people will work on this in form for, for another. Like, that's, oh, wow. that's ridiculous. I mean, I when it comes to movies, I feel they have to move more towards quality and less quantity. You know, Nigel, hey, first of all, don't you dare talk about Nollywood. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the topic of this conversation, but <laughs> and then the quality is also increasing. And, and I actually would, man. Like, have you tried watching some old American movies? Come on. Like, it, it, it's with the times and what's available for cost. Mm-hmm. Like, now and now, more and more now, movie production is getting deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's more, like, you know, Equipment is more accessible. Back in the day, like when they love our early Nollywood movies were being produced, man, only the largest of Nollywood, of whole actual Hollywood uh, production companies would have the best of equipment. So they're really mm. doing the best. Like think about all the CGI we used to make fun of. Yeah. That they would shoot. Yeah, pepper. Like, do you know how much it goes into making a fake CGI? You know, you know, bullet or a fake CGI explosion and things like that. And, and yeah, it costs a lot. So, um, so yeah, I don't. I'm not. Um, I'm not mad at them for the process it's taking. I'm mm. I'm happy that we've and then Nollywood is technically bigger than Hollywood, much larger. Oh really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Largest largest uh film industries in the world. I think I don't know how it works. I thought it was Nollywood, Hollywood, and I don't know. Well, actually, it might be United States. Never mind. I'm full of shit. Well, I mean, the Bollywood is up. I think there's like two or three, two actually, two industries in um, India now. It's not just Bollywood. Yeah. And I'd, I'd like to see the rest of Africa tap into this, like. Yeah. Yeah. So, Nollywood is uh, actually, I don't know if this is a, is a reliable. Actually, Fortune.com says it's the second largest after. Bollywood. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So. Wow. Um, and and it's by volume though, so it's not by like how much the movies are making. Oh. If it was that, I think it'd be American and China for sure. Oh, Chinese movies make money. Yeah, of course. Yeah, when you have one billion people from like, <laughs> like literally, literally, if, if you know 
any any percentage of the people who go see any movie found that's already a billion dollar movie. Like it's, <laughs> it's 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 nothing. So um, yeah, for for volume of movies put out, and then the, the beauty of the way Nollywood is is that like Nollywood is not. It's not a place. There's no like, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to like everybody just makes their movie, gets it out, yeah. produces it. You're right. Um, yeah, which is beautiful. It's wonderful, and it's more democratic than how Hollywood is. Where like Hollywood, you have to have, go through one thousand gates, piggy pass, and everything. Yeah. So, um, how do we get here? Anyways, so back to sports. <laughs> back to sports. Our listeners, ooh, talking sports, giving me some movie vibes, man. This this podcast is amazing, guys. Um, <clears throat> so. Back to sports. So we talked. Uh, I think we talked cricket. We talked rugby. Rugby. Um, and then I mean, I went how do you feel about esports? Eh? Are esports real sports? Would you say? I think. They are. I mean, you can get. I'm not good enough. You can yet, get sports injuries and stuff. You can. Yeah, you can crap your fingers. Um, metacarpal or metatarsal. I don't think esports for now, man. I, I I think they take a level. So it's like, for example, it's like chess, right? Do we even consider chess a sport? No, it's not. It's not considered. So it's I think it, it ranks in that it's same. A comp- it's a competitive and it deserves, you know, as much money as it. Like if people are watching, like, but people be watching these games and watching. So if they deserve to generate as much money as possible, yeah. but I wouldn't necessarily call it. But that's also, it's just a name. Like it doesn't matter. Like if, if the players are making, the winners are making $3 million a game and that continues to expand and grow. Yeah. Everybody's buying an esports team nowadays and things like that. Mm-hmm. So if it goes to that level um, and it becomes the next big thing, and I think it's going to, Loki, I'm trying to find a way to get into that. I mean, I'm, I'm um, not trying to be petty or anything, but do we have good enough internet to, to, to go First of all, you're terrible. I mean, we don't want connection to. You're a first of all, we are part of Africa. That's just you're Hey, first of all, internet connectivity in Africa is getting a lot better. A lot better over time. It's more and more democratic. I mean, internet basically around the world is getting more democratic. So we'll get there basically. We'll uh, we'll get to that point where it's. And then I bet you, like, they are, like the African players are phenomenally good at FIFA or Call of Duty. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Without For a doubt. Sure. So, um, yeah, actually, that's another, another interesting <laughs> idea. If you have money in Africa and you can pay for, you know, the Wi-Fi resources and things like that, yo, form an esports team, man. I think there's a beautiful story if you tell to have an African team of them coming from Africa, coming around the world yeah. and winning esports competitions, bro. That would be wild, It would be bro. a wild story. <laughs> like, think about the marketing behind it, bro. Would, My brain is bursting. That like, wild. that would be a phenomenal, phenomenal, yeah. phenomenal, phenomenal, like, idea, I think. So, yeah. um, definitely recommend it if you have the capital to do so. Forte Rafael giving you free business ideas. Just give us, like, a small 1% or 2%. <laughs> I'm begging you, yeah, please. This will, I want to blow. <laughs> <laughs> We would like to. This podcast is not free. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, yeah. So, definitely, definitely, yeah. That's outside. I think that'd be an interesting idea, and, and probably far less costly than you imagine. Okay, yeah, like it's certainly doable with a couple, you know, couple ten, twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars. Yeah. So I don't have it, but if you do, <laughs> should think about it. Yeah. Um, let's see now. Apart from that, uh, I don't know. 
that's I think that's that's it. That's that's kind that's of the general biggest sports here in the U.S. can't really translate like baseball. I feel baseball, like yeah. Very... I think baseball is a dance sport period. Right. What? No. I, I, <laughs> so hey, let me explain now. Okay. So I think they're making a lot of money here, uh-huh. but I think I think that the vast majority, like I think baseball is always going to have people willing to play because it's safe and. It doesn't cost, you know, it doesn't cost a lot to invest in. Just get the bat, the baseball players all over the, all over the world. It takes a lot of training to get good at it, yeah. but, but, but like it's it's not a sport that's gonna grow larger. I don't think it's not. It's not like, gonna, gonna grow. Be, yeah. Well, it's huge in Japan also. It's huge in Japan, but it's huge in Japan mostly because like America was right. So, Japan but then before, the. Yeah kind of money that they make is they're fine like they're yeah. not gonna die off. yeah they're not gonna die but i don't think they're gonna grow like no like, they won't grow to other countries they're not going to grow to like everybody's i mean shit like yeah it's yeah. it's so, not as entertaining a sport as, exactly yeah it's the north american thing, actually. yeah and same thing with ice hockey that's another ice huge hockey, yeah, one yeah that it's not gonna it can't really yeah it'll, i mean i think like yeah if, yeah that's the truth yeah who wants to go and be clear on that yeah if that person is too much people to make that um. Yeah, but it's a fun sport, though. What other what other major American sports are there actually? Major sports are there? Um. Well, lacrosse has kind of capped off after college. So yeah, I thought. I thought. Yeah, I thought it was going to be the next big thing for a while. It seems like story, it was. lacrosse is the most expensive sport in college. Oh, with that, I mean, all that equipment and yeah, yeah it feels like a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it feels like a lot. And then you still take hits in lacrosse, don't you? But yeah, but it's like I mean very they can rare. whack you, but nah. it's rare. You, you know you do get whacked, but you have pads on. Yeah, true. It's not yeah. like I mean maybe I'm just you know getting mi- minimalizing it because I've seen proper hits in life. <laughs> <laughs> These are just like shoulder to shoulder. Sure, yeah, it's yeah. it's like full soccer hits. Soccer or, hits, or yeah. Football. Yeah. football hits, you know, shoulder to shoulder. Uh, probably going to be fine. <laughs> right. Sure. Um, uh, oh, boxing. Boxing, boxing is picking up though. Yeah, yeah, but like I, I, I yeah. oh yeah, the there's Efe Jabbar right now who's right. making his way up the heavyweight ranking. He's right. actually an interesting fighter to watch because he's very, he's good. He, the guy hits hardest, as, and he's just a terrifying looking fighter. Right. But he's, I think his technique still needs a lot. Like, like he can't go on fights any of the time. Yeah, he doesn't move his head around a lot. So, so are they Efe, good? Are they good trainers in Nigeria? Yeah, I don't think that. But he's fighting out of. Um, I think Houston or something now. So he's here fighting like he moved, transition across the pond, and then See, he has a coaching thing. Boom, so similar to MMA. Similar we have all these Nigerians yeah. who are beasts in the are, MMA right yeah. now. Oh yeah, the but, two the two champions of the MMA yeah. are both Nigerian. But um, they are so, not. They can't be based. Uh, Stylebender, shout out to him. I know. Um, that guy's <laughs> he's a phenomenal fighter, <laughs> and then uh, uh, Kamaru Usman, phenomenal yeah, fighter, yeah. smashed somebody's jaw the other day. Yeah. Man, the like, guy was talking to us. He had to, to, had to do it. Had to, had to. Kind of fun. Like, there are just some things that, like, for me to, I guess, yeah, I, I just try and imagine, yeah, I mean, different people, different motivations. I wouldn't, but. Um, I know, to feel somebody's jaw breaking on your, on your, on your heart. Yeah, like, <laughs> even if I'm that strong, bro, I don't want to do nobody like that. Like, that's, <laughs> that's wild, bro. Like, come on, fam. Like, that, that's fairly excessive. It has to be intense in your. Yeah, it has to be, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, those are two things. So, those that, are two things I think can... Because I think even, like, competitive fighting is historically part of 
a lot of African cultures, like Gidigo, mm. things of that nature. Mm. Um, there are like stories of, and I can do some more re- research on it if you want to, um, of different types of fighting sports. That's not, you know, they're not trying to kill each other or anything like that. I mean, in some cases, maybe, but mm-hmm. um, primarily just a, you know, it's competitive fighting is part of most ancient cultures, period. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So seeing that translates into things like the UFC, maybe homegrown fighting league. I think people would watch that too. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, All right. So we have how many legit things now? Three? Three, yeah. yeah. So we yeah. have... Um, the soccer academy. There's, well, there's, bo- um, there's basketball. Box, basketball, yeah. Basketball. Boxing. Boxing. MMA and boxing. MMA. Together, right? so, yeah. Okay, so let's put those together. Yeah. You know what would be nice? What? Formula One. But, uh-huh. Well, we do have the Dakar rallies. You thought, you thought, yeah, you have the Dakar rallies, but the Dakar rallies aren't primarily raised by Africans. I think, like, people bring their cars from Europe. That's and, quite yeah. Rallies. Let me, let me see. Yeah, buddy. Dakar rally are mostly, like, European companies that come. Um, and where is the Dakar rally? Oh, yeah, that's the Dakar. Uh, I don't think so, buddy. The Dakar rally is not only in Dakar. Where's the Dakar? I think it's the name of the rally that goes it goes around. And they do go to Africa as well. Yeah, I think they go to they actually go to Dakar sometimes. But this year is in Saudi Arabia. Oh, okay. Yeah, boom, boom, boom. So I mean, if there was some yeah. racing yeah. type sport though. Yeah, it used to be called the Paris Dakar Rally. Um, yeah, or there's literally only one African winner of the Dakar Rally. Oh, from South, yeah. from, from South America. Actually, never mind. He's from Qatar. My bad. Apologies. So. That would be some racing kind of sport would be dope. Yeah, some I mean, racing sport. I mean, it's expensive. All these on the road, though, you know? All these I want to see those people. In, <laughs> I want see those people. Is that demolition derby, please, please? I want to see some of those folks. Come on. Come on, now. That would be nice. I mean, no, it's yeah. not feasible. Uh, one South African has won it, though, but it's funky. Um, yep. No... No Africans have ever mm. won something called the Dakar Rally. Mm. Well, we have one South African, but there's Asterix there. Those of you, <laughs> those of you who know, know. I gonna say, I gonna say more than that. Um, yeah. So. Some truck crews, I guess, have won in 1980 from a truck crew. Yeah. No, Interesting. I've not seen a single African flag here. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Is that Ethiopia? Never mind. Bolivia. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it was close. <laughs> <laughs> you get too yeah, well, you The flags look alike. I said I didn't see the, the green, green, gold, and red. Like, like, yo. <laughs> I don't care about you, Bolivia. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, the Dakar rally. I think that'll be interesting. I don't know if it's very feasible. I don't think it's feasible. It'd be nice. It'll be definitely interesting. I feel like every Sunday back, you have the FCB, you're watching Formula One. Yeah. You could be rooting for your old people. I don't watch Formula One. Well, when I was younger, I don't do that anymore. But now if you could root for Nigeria. I root for Lewis Hamilton. Where do you know him from? 
first time I go never. I never be fixed back in the day. Rubbish. Rubbish. Yeah, so. Yeah, man. So, yeah. I, I think those are the only feasible ones. For now, at least. For now. For yeah. now, basketball, yeah. in addition to soccer, of course. Basketball. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to see private investments enter that space more as much as possible. Because, like, national governments, I think a lot of our national governments have so much to deal with in just building up societies in the first place that, like, the their ability to execute, execute very well in sports is going to be fairly, fairly limited for at least the next 10 years, I think. Yeah. Like, you don't have a road to the stadium, like, yeah. you know, that type of... Um, and I, I definitely believe in, like, you know, a, a great government to be able to prioritize multiple things at once, but... Mm-hmm. I've, I don't know are there are many examples of Afghan governments setting up very great governments that are good at everything at the same time. It just, mm-hmm. um, and if there are to be priorities there. Does that exist anywhere, though? It, it, it doesn't necessarily, but at least you have, like, governments that have been doing what they're doing for so long. They've set up enough processes that even the bare minimum is still pretty good. Like, America is not going to be going to the good to the Olympics and mix five to ten sports or, you know. Yeah. Something I've heard, like, if players won't have money to eat, you know, like, certain things are still plague our countries. You're not yeah. going to find that happening. So, yeah. Oh, my um, gosh. Talking about money. You remember when the Ghanaian team <laughs> went on strike? Yeah. <laughs> they had to fly money. They had to fly money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it happened to the Nigerian team recently, too, where, um, I think like one celebrity actually ended up putting out the money for the players. What? Um, wow, is that it? Well, we're also watching football, so we saw what we think was an almost such a. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I think, yeah. So I mean, that type of thing happening, and like you know, these organizations embezzling money for themselves because there's every incentive for them to do so. They're not getting paid very well in the first place. Yeah. And then you suddenly give them all this money to do something for the players. Yeah. Of course they're going to. Of course they're going to. Of course and they're going to. Right. Yeah. They're not many. They're not. You don't have any systems to police them. To all. police them. Yep. So. Precisely. So yeah. Yeah. So, but hopefully, I mean, that becomes something that can be worked on. Is it as in Wenger um, going for one position in FIFA? Yeah, he already is. He's like yeah. technical development. Awesome. I mean, I know he's very good with money, so hopefully he'll be the police. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. He's the head of global football. Boom, global. Global yeah. football development. So. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's actually very specific. Wow. Well. We should shoot some money though. Yeah, I mean, dude knows how to develop talent. Young ones, we know we have a few things we need taking into doing Africa. Yeah, man. And he likes black players, so. <laughs> Black players. There's some coaches that do not. Black players who are not called Abu Dhabi, uh, Alexander Song. Come on now. He liked, he liked, he liked Dhabi. What do you mean he liked Dhabi? Okay, Dhabi was always Don't you injured. get this guy. Okay, he was always get. injured. Yeah, Alexander Song, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah. So. Um, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see kind of what he does in that space with supporting um, organizations, and I think anything is possible, especially on like 
in spaces where there are a lot of issues and there are a lot of not systems, of course, you're going to run into a lot of unexpected. That's mm -hmm. a given. But like, there's also more leeway for you to make decisions and try things that yeah. have never been done before, even right. across the, you know, even even in more developed countries. Because yeah, it can be, it can be anywhere. Yes, right. it can be uh, precisely <laughs> like the, the 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 bar is on the ground. So, um, yeah, it's just kind of building coalitions to build anything. Anyways, guys, um, this has been me with Potter Africa. Um, uh, my guy, wisdom, chit-chatting African sports and developments <laughs> and, and all that's just a little casual conversation. We hope to bring another episode when the uh, the basketball league actually gets popping. We'll have our senior correspondents, sports correspondents, wisdom, reporting <laughs> <laughs> to you on, on uh, what that league looks like and, and how that's going. Thank you very much and uh, bye.